DMV, DMV, DMV. This is Rob Parker. Thank you for tuning in to the District Live Sports Podcast Show. You can find us on social media like Instagram, Twitter, at District Live Sport, as we talk about the most famous news in the DMV, such as the Washington Capitals, Skins, Wizards, Nats, Mystics, and many more related news. This is the District Live Sports Podcast. No days off. Happy Washington football team Thanksgiving. Man. What's up, everybody? District, listening to District Live Sports. This your boy, Dame, if you're not familiar already. Uh, it's just an exciting weekend, an exciting holiday. I hope everyone was able, even though, you know, being in the middle of a pandemic and all, I hope everybody was able to at least celebrate, um, maybe see a little bit of family, eat some food, get a little bit of sense of normal normalcy going on. Uh, but, man... Uh, I enjoyed my holiday. It was good, especially with that dub that we got. Uh, it was exciting to watch. I, it was it was fun. That's probably the most exciting, fun game to watch us win this year. Uh, I mean, other than week one, that was fun to watch too. But I, I think this one might take the kick because the team was firing on all three cylinders. Like, yeah. Offense, defense, and special teams. They did. They took care of their job. They did everything they're supposed to supposed to do. Um, so now after this win, we're in first place in the division. I like that. I like that. I know some people might not like that. I've, I've people been saying, "No, no, we we need to get a better draft pick." Look, I don't care about draft picks. I don't. Nah. At this point, when you, when you really sit back and think about it, it's not about getting the best draft pick because you can get an early draft pick and still miss on a player. It's about it's about it's about just hitting that draft pick. It's about getting that draft pick correct. It's not about having the highest because teams have had the highest and missed out on guys who should still be in the league, technically speaking, based off of age and their length of career, but they're not because they suck. Sad story. It happens every year. Um, so at this point, man, forget the draft pick. Let, let's go win a division. Let's go Let's go win first place. Let's go, let's go get that playoff experience. Let, let's get into the playoffs. Who knows? We might win a game. We just might. Let's go into the playoffs. Let's Let's give our young guys a chance. Let's give our young guys that opportunity. Let's not rob. Let's not rob the, that away from them. They've been putting in hard work, just like every other team in the NFL. That and all the other teams that are going to be into the playoffs, all the division winners. If we put in that same work, why not us? You feel me? I don't. I don't watch games to root for the team to lose for a better draft pick. When you're watching the game and you see someone score a touchdown, you're excited. There's no way that you're sitting there watching a team score a touchdown and you're like, oh, no, I wish it didn't score that because now we're, you know, now we're going to be picking 11th instead of uh, second. You know what I mean? No one's thinking about that stuff. If you're thinking about that stuff, dude, you're not a real fan. As simple as that. You, you're not a real fan. If, you, if you're hoping for your team to lose, then you need to go pick another team. It's as simple as that. Go go be a Jets fan. Go enjoy them tank or whatever the hell is going on up there. 
so they can get Trevor Lawrence. Go go watch them. Go be a fan of them. Go be a fan of the Giants. Go be a fan of some constant losing team that just can't get it right, no matter how many head coaches, how many GMs, how many high-paid players that they have coming through there, and they and they just don't get it right. Um. So that's my stance on it. Uh, at this point, I'm excited. I'm happy that we're in first place at the division. Uh, I want to see us get into the playoffs, man. I want to enjoy that. We don't enjoy that often. We don't have those bragging rights often that we, you know, beat the teams in our division in order to get to the playoffs. Uh, I love the sound of being an NFC East champion, no matter if it's ugly or pretty. At the end of the day, it's an NFC East champion, same way as you get the wins throughout the season. No matter if it's ugly or pretty, guess what? It's a W. You can't you can't hate a W. You can't. If you hate a W, I I don't know how you watch sports if you hate a W. Huh? Um, but yeah, it's an exciting time, man. We got so many young guys stepping up, and that's what Ron has been preaching ever since he became the head coach. He chose being here because he looks at the roster. And he sees all the young guys that we have, all the young talent that we have that just needed to be developed properly. That just needed to building blocks that need to be built on top of, stacked up. Um, I mean, one of the brightest spots, and I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't, I wasn't too into the hype, but now my God damn, Antonio Gibson had a hundred plus yards, three TDs. That's insane for a wide receiver who has changed to a running back. Uh, to see that production out of the running back position where for the past few years, we honestly, we really just haven't been getting any. It's it's exciting to see, especially because he's a young guy that was a third-round draft pick. He's a rookie. You know, stepping in as a third-round draft pick and his production – he leads all rookies in rushing touchdowns, and he's second in the NFL among all RBs in rushing touchdowns. So, that that's exciting. That that's really exciting. And I and I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I wasn't with the hype. I'm not one of those guys who likes the hype. I like to see results and production. And he's doing exactly that. So, I, I'm. I did the train leave yet? Cause I'm trying to hop aboard, man. Like. I, I'm trying to hop a boy. I, I like what, what's happening here. Um, also, some spots that we got to talk about. Terry McLaurin, man. He does it in and out every play. Like, he's a stud. I don't understand why when I get on Twitter, people are even trying to to discredit, discredit him, discredit his stats saying, well, he's the only weapon in, in Washington, so of course he's going to get his stats up. That's not an argument. That's facts. When you're a stud, that's what happens. When you're a stud, your team trying to get you the ball. Devontae Adams, stud, he gets the ball. Uh, Michael Thomas, stud, he gets the ball. CMC, stud, he gets the ball. I don't understand how people are trying to use that against him in an argument to discredit him. That makes no sense. That, that just means you're a plain hater. Like, the dude goes out there on every play and gives it his all every play. There's plays where he doesn't even get the ball, where he just runs sick routes. That footwork is crazy on that man. He gives effort each and every play, 100%. He, it's like nonstop. That's why when we were talking about nicknames, I like Turbo Terry. 
Terry Turbo, whatever, you know what I mean? However you want to put it, that dude gives his effort on every play, 100%. That chase down tackle that probably saved the game after that terrible Alex Smith interception, which we got to talk about, man. He, technically speaking, should have just held on to the ball instead of just trying to get rid of it. I mean, I see what he was trying to do, but that, that's kind of like a Madden play now. Like, the throw out a sack. Mainly nine times out of ten, if you're throwing out of a sack, it's gonna be up in the air for an interception, and I hate that. That's the worst fucking huh? thing that happens. Whoa, I just cursed. Dang, I hope Rob bleeps that out. That's the worst thing that happens, though, man. That's the worst thing that happens. Uh, why well, I can't believe I just cursed? I must be feeling it right now. I must be too excited. Um, no, either I'm too excited or I just really hate that Madden does that when they throw out a sack. That's, it's painful when it happens, dude. If you play Madden, you you know. Uh, huh? Anywho, Terry deserves a game ball. Gibson deserves a game ball. Alex Smith, him coming back, hes it's not like he's, you know, shattering, putting up shattering numbers or anything like that. But his offense is running efficient, and that's what we need to see. And I think that's all that they ask out of the quarterback position. It's just running efficiently. Get down the field, you know, get your, get your underneath yards, continue to keep driving, and we're going to finish off the drive. As simple as that. And and the way that they finish off the drives to, to get touchdowns is um, just basically running the ball. And I like that. I love that. They get inside that red zone, they're running the ball. They get inside a 10-yard line, they're running the ball. We never really had that in Washington. It was a lot of passing going on. It's like... The the field is shortened, but they're still passing. It's like, no, you got to run the ball, get some chunk yards, get as close as possible. And also, I've been real critical of Scott Turner. Scott Turner has been doing a good job calling plays now. Um, His first year as an offensive coordinator, he is definitely learning and improving week by week, uh, which is what you love to see with the play calls. Every once in a while, you have some head scratchers, but he's been doing a real good job. I like some of these trick plays to keep things kind of fresh, to keep defenses on their toes. Man, just just a beautiful win. Uh, just a beautiful win. Just It was a good game. It was a good game for us. It really was. And I I have no, like, I don't really have no, 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 negative things to say about it like just a good game and to see the defense step up um and play well the past few weeks to see that d-line step up um to see that chase young is still being a dominant player that he showed us that he was at ohio state and from week one um to live up to the hype it's it's a great thing to see i love seeing that he lives up to the hype like i said i'm not all about hype i'm all about results and Sometimes guys get guys kind of get too lost in the numbers. Like, oh, he only has X amount of sacks, blase, blase. Dude, go look at the films. Chase is doing work. Chase is doing what he's supposed to be doing. It look, it ain't his fault that sometimes he gets triple teamed at the line. He gets triple teamed, double teamed. He's not gonna beat that every time, guys. He's not, you know, but he's affecting plays. He's making an impact on every play. When he's on the field, or if not every, most of them. Rushes to QB, might not get QB hits, but he gets pressures. 
He gets sacks. You know what I mean? And that's all that you can really ask out of out of him, especially as a rookie. I don't know what you guys' expectations were, but out of a out of out of a rookie, what he's doing and how he's dictating how teams have to prepare to guard him and let everyone else rush free in one-on-one situations is insane. Um, so that was that's a bright thing to see, a bright spot to see. Another bright spot, Montez Sweat. Oh my gosh, man! When we traded back up into the first round for him, uh, not twenty twenty in twenty nineteen's draft, I was excited because first of all, we were making an aggressive move. How many like how many aggressive moves do you see this team make in general? None, exactly. So to to draft him is um to to go back into the first round and to draft him, that added some extra pressure. Not gonna lie, that added some extra eyes to say, okay, well now we gotta watch this Montez Sweat dude and see what he can do. Um, so to see Montez Sweat really come on at the end of his rookie season and then start to come on from week one to all the way through this season so far, it, it's perfect. It's great to see him uh, add on weight, to see him get stronger, to see him take on guys and use different moves rather than just his speed to beat guys, um, to see him be that athletic guy. You know what I mean? Um, that touchdown that he got, the interception touchdown that he got, that was so athletic. And that's what we've been missing. In DC on the D line is that that player to be athletic. First he jumps up, gets the swap, bats it down to himself, catches it, and then is able to run it in. I know he ain't have far to go, but we all seen him. We all seen his forty. We know what time he runs. So uh, <laughs> more nobody gonna be even close to catch him. You see what I'm saying? So to be able to do all that in one play. Man, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a good thing to see. To see the defense eat. To see Tim Settle come in and eat. To see John Allen, Deron Payne eat. To see Darby step up this year. Man, I know sometimes... Some, I mean... I'm not going to say sometimes. I know that people see certain plays happen and they say, Oh, man, he got burnt. He's toast. He sucks. Look, man. All corners are going to get beat sometimes. It happens in the league. It, it just happens. So we have to stop the someone gets beat one time and then it's, oh, no. Then Ronald Darby's been having a solid season, a solid season on a one-year deal, and I hope we resign him. I like the fact that we have a lot of hometown players on our team and and that they're producing and they're coming in on these short contracts and making it happen. And I, that's one guy. Him and Fuller, uh, a tandem, uh, I like that. Darby's always been solid. I've always told people that, look, when he was with the Eagles, the Eagles do the Eagles did, and they still do have a defensive scheme problem. Anytime, basically, in fantasy, every week, I would stream whatever quarterback was playing the Eagles because I knew they were gonna get passing yards, and that's and when you realize that it was the main problem in Philly and still is, then that's when you will realize that Darby is an actual solid corner. He just had to be in a system that wanted him, that knew how to use him properly, 
and a scheme that wasn't just always leaving them out to dry. So Darby's been solid. Um, Cam Curl, seven-round draft pick. He stepped in pretty nice for Landon Collins. He's making plays. He made some plays Thursday on Thanksgiving, man. Um, I don't, I mean, we held Zeke down to only 32 yards. We dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh, what else did we do? Like, Alex Smith, I say Alex Smith has been efficient. Oh, speaking of Alex Smith, right before the Thanksgiving game, there was a report that came out that Washington really wants to keep him to use him as a bridge QB. I'm telling you guys now from an inside source that that bridge QB is going to be Alex Smith. And And I'm telling you now, from an inside source, that the only that if Alex is the bridge QB, they're not getting rid of Dwayne. Dwayne is going to be developing behind the scenes. So when it's his turn to take over the reins, he will be good to go. That's what's going on. And y'all want to know what my inside source is? That's inside my gut. That's my gut feeling. Telling you guys that's what's going to happen. We time and time again, Ron Revere has let you guys know that Dwayne has the arm. He's talented enough to play quarterback, but there's things behind the scenes that he starts to learn. And sometimes you can put that all on Dwayne, but sometimes you can't. Um, He was drafted in a terrible situation. A coach that, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys heard this all before. A coach that didn't want him, uh, the owner that wanted him, uh, no one wanted to give time to develop him. Uh, they didn't put much energy and time into him. Blah, 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 all that stuff. So when you have all that going on in your rookie year, what 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 do you expect him to learn? You feel me? What what? And I'm not even going to say learn. What did you expect that was going to be taught to him? You see what I'm saying? Like no one wanted to invest the time in him his first year. So, yeah, there's going to be bad habits that developed. There's going to be um, times where he might seem as if he's behind the ball. I'm not saying he is. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? I'm just a fan. But you, you guys have to take that into, into consideration. We're in one of the worst scenarios possible. There's things that should be taught to you by a really good coach that probably wasn't being taught to him. Habits that he didn't really get to see. Habits that weren't really drilled into him. So this year, Ron is trying to make the emphasis of drilling those habits into him. And once that happens, then he can become the quarterback that we all know he can be. Some of y'all might be out on him, but I still got my money. I still got all my chips all in on him. If if you're telling me that Alex Smith is going to stay to be a bridge quarterback while simultaneously Ron Rivera is still building up Dwayne Haskins, you're basically telling me, look, Alex can run this offense. Let's give Dwayne more time to, to learn this system that we're in, that we're running. Let's give Dwayne more time to learn how to be a pro. That that That's what it seems like to me, honestly. And I'm sticking with that gut feeling until something tells me otherwise. I don't think with this first-round pick or second-round pick or third-round pick or whatever pick, whatever high picks we have, 
I don't think we're drafting a quarterback, honestly. I feel as though all those picks, I mean, we have a a decent amount of holes on the roster of where we can improve. And I feel like those early picks are going to be used on filling out the rest of the roster. Um, because his offense isn't asking a quarterback to to do that much. I mean, and when I say that, this offense isn't asking a quarterback to constantly throw it down the field 20-plus yards. We're not asking them to go out, make this play, make this happen. No, we're leaning on the running game. We're leaning on quick passes. We're leaning on underneath passes, underneath routes. Um, every once in a while, there's a shot down the field. If it's there, take it. You know what I mean? And and Dwayne is, is definitely capable of that. It's just the timing that he needs. He needs time to grow, and that's okay to have time to grow. Everyone wants it to be right away, but it's okay. He needs time to grow, just like this overall team needed time to grow and build. Ron has told us multiple times that he's building, he's building, he's building. We're looking at the long term, long term. I was upset, just like other people, when he was started looking for the playoff spot and benched the wing. But as you can see what he's trying you can see what he's trying to do now. You can see the plan that he's putting together. He's betting on himself and he's betting on this young roster to get it done. And so far so good. He he's in, he's all in. If if your head coach is all in, we need to be all in. We wanted a head coach with experience. We wanted a head coach with some kahunas. Well, now we got him, and we need to be supporting him all in. This team has bought in. The roster has bought in. It's amazing. You guys want to know what else I enjoy seeing the most is on Thursday, even with our record being 4-7, and seven, even having a losing record being below 500, the the best thing I enjoyed seeing the most was the guys were out there having fun. The guy the 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 national Thanksgiving TV stage did not affect them not one bit. It didn't get to them. It was the the moment wasn't too big for them. Guys were out there having fun. You saw Antonio Gibson celebrating on his touchdown run, waving bye bye to the guys. You see Terry smiling every time he makes a play just because he, he like he's feeling it you know what I mean he's in his bag he knows he's in his bag like he knows every play he goes out there he runs his routes gets the ball he just knows he's making plays like you know how you have I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this down a certain way to y'all like and, and Terry's that dude like let me let me finish off this one topic first before I go off on Terry. But you see the guys having fun. You see the, the defense having fun. You see the cameras always on Chase Young. He's smiling, enjoying the wins. He He's excited for all his teammates that eat on the defensive side and on the offensive side. Montez Sweat gets that touchdown. The whole team is gathered around hugging him, celebrating together. Um, on offense, you see him on the sidelines, cheering for the offense, watching the plays as he make. Cheering for Alex the most as well, too. Cheering for Alex because we all know what he's been through. And the team is just rallied around him. He He's that guy. He's like the 
and don't take this the wrong way when I say it, but like he's like uh, I I don't want to say LeBron, but it's kind of like LeBron. Like you have all the younger guys playing with you, and they see you doing stuff, and they're supporting you, and it's just like that's my guy. That's ride or die. I ride or die for my for my OG. You feel me? And. You see the guys rallying around. You see Alex Smith, and a lot of people probably didn't even catch this. You see Alex Smith get tackled by the sideline, and I'm not going to lie, that one tackle by the sideline going out of bounds, it was, like, late in the game. Um, I got a little worried. I was like, I didn't like the way his leg kind of stopped on that. And uh, he sat. He was sitting on the ground for a little bit, then popped back up right away. But you see Dwayne run right over, pick him up, Slap on the helmet, like, good job. Like, that that's the type of team that we're building. That's the type of team that Ron has been building. Ron has been saying that we're building a family here. Not just a team, but a family. That, and if you guys know, if you guys know sports, you know that's a, that's a totally, team and family is two different things. Team, I can show up in the building, I can play with you, but once I leave, okay, that's it. Family, you my dog. I, I I perform on the field with you. I, I show up every day with you. We work together. We we have good communication uh, on how to f- have find solutions for how to perform better. Uh, after we leave, I, I'm on the phone with you. I'm still conversing with you about, I mean, conversating with you about, you know, how, how to do this, how to do that. You know what I mean? And that, that was a bright spot for me because all the reports about Dwayne and being a team guy and all that stuff, to see him come over and just pick up Alex isn't only a good thing, a positive for Dwayne, but it's, it's a positive for the team because the team is just rallying together regardless of what the situation is. Regardless if you have a losing record, winning the game, losing the game, they rally together and you see it every week. It's just a beautiful thing to see because also we didn't, we haven't had that before. We haven't had that, that type of emotion before from the team as a whole, that unity as a team, as a whole. We didn't have that before. So it was great to see, man. And uh, last but not least, I just want to talk about Terry some more. Um, if you're listening, vote Terry for the Pro Bowl. That man deserves it. Like, they like, come on now. Vote Terry for the Pro Bowl. Like, make sure y'all get on y'all phones. Make sure y'all hop on y'all laptops, y'all computers, y'all whatever. Vote that man for the Pro Bowl, my guy. Like, he's putting up numbers. He's, I understand right now that everybody else didn't play yet, but he's the leading receiver in the NFL in receiving yards. 963 yards. That man's about to have a 1,000 yards. It should have been back-to-back 1,000-yard season if he didn't get injured and missed some games last year. Like, that dude's a stud. Like, he, he's the complete package. I, I, don't, I, I have no comparisons right now. But he's the complete package. Everyone gets on and talks about A.J. Brown. I don't know. I don't even know why. Like, A.J. Brown makes plays, but come on now. A.J. Brown is, is definitely not better than Terry. Come on now. And then everyone talks about D.K. D.K. is good. D.K. is great. I get that. I was, I was, I was all in for D.K. in the 2019 draft. I, I was saying that we should be all in on D.K. And I love DK, and I, I love watching DK play, but all the hype is going to him. He has Russell Wilson. That's a future Hall of Fame quarterback. He has a a, a, st- a stable 
a stable franchise that he plays for, a stable offense that also has to worry about having to guard Tyler Lockett. Come on now. Terry's the best receiver in his class. That's just facts. I don't know any. Uh, no one else pops up to mind. And they had a good class of receivers, too. Let's, let's, let's make sure we understand that, too. But Terry is the best one in his class. That's facts. If you if you if you have anybody else that you want to throw at me, at me, bro. But Terry is the best. Like, you know he's the best because you got some people that run routes. You got some receivers that that run routes, and then you have route runners. Like. And I, I hope y'all understand the emphasis in between one or the other. Like you have some people that you have some people that that go out there and they just run what they're told, right? Like they just go out there, they run a post or whatever, uh, run an out route, whatever. You know, they just out there running to be running. And if they get open, and if they open or the QB pass them the ball, you know, whoop de do. But then you have route runners that that just go out there, nasty footwork, lead a man behind, get separation, knows how to push and attack the DB hips and then switch them either way he wants to go, fake him. And Terry's just that dude, babe. Terry's just that dude, my guy. He, he, he's just different. Like, I don't even know how, any other way to explain it. He's just different, man. I... When's the last time we see we saw a guy like this? When's the last time we saw a guy like this? Like, let me know, bro. Like, when y'all figure it out, let me know. Until then, he's top. He's top in this class. I ain't saying he's top in the league yet, but he's down. He's top five. He's top five. And y'all, y'all, y'all not gonna kill me about that. Like right now, honestly, bro, you give me D Hop, uh, Vontae, Julio. Mm, that's three right there. I don't even know who the fourth one is. And that's not even that's not even in any specific order. I'm just giving top five receivers. But Terry top five. Terry top five. Top five, top five, top five. Like I don't even know like how's the they keep saying it. That man top five. And if you ain't with it, shoot, it's whatever, my guy. Huh? Just give my man his credit. Make sure y'all vote him to the Pro Bowl. Make sure uh, he—he's a stud, stud, just a stud. And I keep repeating all this stuff for emphasis because it's just like that man's a stud, huh? Make sure y'all vote for him for the Pro Bowl. Make sure we at least get somebody in there. Come on, guys. Make sure we get someone in there this year. I don't want no Pro Bowl where we just got linemen. We need to let them know Kendall Fuller's out here. We need to let them know Terry's out here. Sweat is out here. Shoot, get Chase Young into the Pro Bowl. Shoot, matter of fact, Morgan Moses, get him into the Pro Bowl. This man switched from right tackle to left tackle. I think we need to just leave him there. Like, shoot, that guy's that dude stepped it up. Y'all want to talk about somebody stepping it up this year? That dude stepped it up. Move from right tackle to left tackle at that too mid season, my guy. Mid season, my guy. Sheesh. Man. Yeah. Get Morgan. Get Morgan in there. Get, uh, yeah. So, 
Vote Morgan. Vote A.G. Uh, Gibson. Get uh, Terry in there. Get Sheriff in there. I don't think y'all really will do Sheriff, but get Sheriff in there because he's been there before. Huh? Um, get Sweat in there. Get Chase in there. Man, get everybody in there. Kendall in there. Y'all better go out there and freaking vote. Like, I don't know how many you can put in a day or, like, how many you can put in, like, uh, per week or whatever. But make sure y'all go ahead and do that, man. Fill out them Pro Bowl Valleys. Get Terry up in there for sure. Get Morgan up in there. AG in there, bruh. Get excited for this playoff run. I don't want to hear nothing about no draft picks. I mean, because y'all keep forgetting. Y'all be like, oh, the draft is coming up. Drafters coming up. We can get whoever we want to draft. Y'all forget, like, free agency happens before that. Y'all don't, y'all just want straight rookies to come in and impact. Y'all don't want no valuable experience, guys. So, I don't want to hear no more draft pick talk until April or February or whatever. After free agency. I don't want to hear no more until free agency. Until then, get my guys in the Pro Bowl. Get ready for this playoff run that we're going to make, man. Uh, sorry for the Dallas fans. Sorry, not sorry, actually. Forget y'all. Y'all ain't nothing. We held Zeke out. We fed him so much that boy. Uh, I can't say what I want to say. We, just know. He, uh, huh? he, he, you know what to bid. He, you know what his pants. Y'all fed him so much. Y'all crazy out here. Get Terry into the Pro Bowl. I'm going to keep saying it. Your boy is out. Peace. Thanks for listening. DMV, DMV, DMV. This is Rob Parker. Thank you for tuning in to the Disorganized Sports Podcast Show. You can find us on social media like Instagram, Twitter, at District Live Sport. As we talk about the most famous news in the DMV, such as the Washington Capitals, Skins, Wizards, Nats, Mystics, and many more related news. This is the District Live Sports Podcast. No days off.